0: What's up guys welcome back to another episode thank you so much for being with me this week my guest today is Jenny Tidwell Jenny was the first adaptive athlete to compete at a USA weightlifting national event so I first saw her posted by USA weightlifting in March during the Arnold Classic she was born with only one hand so she competes in the Olympic lifts just like I do but she does it all with one hand. So it was interesting to have this conversation. Really cool to hear her about how she's overcome a lot of adversity and continued to keep training and just find a way. So without further ado, here's Jenny. All right, Jenny, we are live. Thank you for coming on the podcast this week.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks for reaching out. This is really cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I see you're wearing the whoop strap. What was your recovery score today?
1: Oh, let me look. Uh, Cause you know? I'm all about the recovery. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I get a little obsessed about it. Uh, I'm at 83% recovery today.
0: Oh, wow. It's funny cuz uh one of, I used to I had one like back in the beginning days I was wearing it and I just never got into it. I I I got like obsessed with, you know, the recovery. How can I like sleep? How can I hack this? And now yes. one of my buddies Taylor wears it at the gym and I'm like Oh, if you're under, you know, twenty percent, you can't train today. You got to go home. <laughs> We're always messing around with stuff like that.
1: So you know, it's funny. Um, after the long training day Saturday, and I felt just completely just cashed out. Sunday, I was like at a nine percent recovery, and I'm like, "Yep, I believe it."
0: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I think it's definitely a good tool. It. Ju- I. I found it for like three months was probably really good for me. And then I'm like, all right, I got to start listening to my body. Cause there'd be days where I'd like, you know, do tens on squat and I can barely walk out of bed. And it's like, you're 93%. And I'm like, I'm like stumbling, trying to get out of bed.
1: <laughs> He's like liar. I'm not
0: <laughs> Exactly. So you first popped up on my radar. I saw USA weightlifting posted you during the Arnold, which feels like six years ago at this point. <laughs> Yeah. What um can you talk us through what that experience was like competing there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, gosh, what an experience, like all together. Um, it was my first time there, so I didn't really have much to compare it to. Um, my teammates had been there before, you know, when they're spectators, uh, you know, due to COVID, they didn't allow spectators, which served me really well because I was a big ball of nerves and I was injured going into it. So I, I just didn't want to bomb. That was, <laughs> that was my main goal. But it was, it was really amazing and surreal there for about three days after. Um, all the other athletes were super supportive, um, very encouraging coming up to me like, well, you're awesome. And uh, I didn't know I was the first adaptive athlete, um, I knew I was going to be one of the first and and that in itself was really cool. So after my first snatch attempt, um, you know, I come back behind the curtain. I'm like, okay, yeah, we got the first lift out of the way, you know, we're good. And then it was like paparazzi. There was cameras everywhere and videos. And um, I don't really, like, between lifts, like, the, the CrossFitter in me is just like, well, me, I just want to go out, the, out there and do it again. And my coach is like, no, you got to wait and rest. And so we were having some of those, like, really pretend moments in front of the cameras. Like, she's giving me some deep, meaning conversation. And it's like, I'm getting beer after this. Yeah, we are. You know. <laughs> so it was cool. Um, yeah, later that afternoon, USAW did that really awesome post. And my phone just just started going bananas. My Instagram blew up, uh, which is very humbling and, and amazing all in itself.
0: So, how did how did the process start with USA Weightlifting? Like, did you have to reach out to them? Because I imagine there wasn't too much on adaptive athletes. Like, was there any procedures in place, or you kind of paved the way?
1: I hope that I paved the way. There wasn't really any procedures. Um, we found out my coach told me last October that um, USA had made this announcement that they were reducing the qualifying totals for AO to allow adaptive athletes and I was like yeah girl like let's do it I'm like I'm all about it and um, so we knew we had to get me qualified and so I did a local meet here and in between that time right before the local meet, I'd reached out to USAW and asked about like putting a piece of tape in the middle of the bar. And uh, I was originally told no. And (laughs) and then I had to explain, I was like, you know, I'm a single arm athlete. And for me to find the center of the bar, it's critical. Um, You know, safety and obviously I can't really make a lift if I I don't nail that right dead center. Um, But they were amazing. And Phil, you know, had responded back to me and was like, yeah, absolutely, you put a piece of tape on the bar. And, um, that was really my only requirement. Um, other than that, I can perform the lifts, you know, as they're technically required.
0: Yeah. And I see on your Instagram, like you have really good technique. Was there anything in the beginning, you know, you tried and it didn't work or you had to work around? Like what, what specifically did you, did you try and like have to have to switch up?
1: Well, I appreciate the technique compliment because, um, I was all, especially at first, I looked like a CrossFitter doing a liquid lifting. Not as we, as
0: we all have.
1: <laughs> Not as big. I love CrossFit. Um, but I definitely looked like I was, you know, muscling through the lifts. Definitely at first. Um, when I met my coach about this time last year, I was using uh, a variety of different gripping aids. Um, I tweaked my back, doing snatches and My physical therapist actually was the one that said, Hey, you're better served if you just do those with one hand. She was like, you're really kind of, you know, walking yourself around, like trying to, it was very uneven. And so that was kind of the first step into doing the lift single handedly. Um, The cleaning jerk when coach Jenny and I met, I'd never really done a true cleaning jerk. Um, And so that was fun. At that point in time, I I used a strap for the clean. And so I just kind of strapped my my arm to the bar and could clean it up. And uh, from there, I was really dead in the water. So we tried using, um, you know, squat bar pad that that goes on your neck. Um, (laughs) We had the bar pad on the bar. We took the strap, wrapped around it. And I would clean it up and then I would try to shimmy my left hand into the opening of that bar pad and to try to, you know, jerk it. Yeah. That, that was terrible. Um, <laughs> it worked for about up to 60 pounds. And, and we're like, ah, I mean, it's not great, but I think we thought we were onto something, you know? So we kind of, we scratched our heads and then I came home and I talked to my husband. I'm like, you know, can you, cut some holes in this. Maybe if I find like a tight fitting hole in this bar pad, I'll be more secure and I can press more of it. Yeah, great, okay, cool. So we do that. Next lifting session at the gym, uh, we were gonna give it a go, right? So I'm, I'm going after it and I go to jerk and my hand just rips right through that stupid bar pad. The bar damn near crashes down on my head And my coach was like, Nope, that's it. Throw it away. Like here on out, we're just going to use the tools that you have and it's, it's the one hand. And
0: here we are. Yeah. That's awesome that, you know, you see it as like, what can we do? What can we work around? And like just any, but I've been weightlifting for like two years and I've had, you know, random injuries where I couldn't train the full lifts and, during those times I've gotten super down that like, I can't train it, this is the one thing I want to do. And then my coach is kind of has to bring me back and be like, we can still squat, we can still pull like, how can we work yeah. around this? It's not the end of the world. So it's cool that to hear especially you that you've tried stuff and it didn't work like on the first try, it wasn't perfect, which is which is cool to hear.
1: Yeah, it's when I met both of my coaches, neither had ever worked with an adaptive athlete, which is just fine. Um, And so I just said, hey, it's going to take a lot of trial and error and patience on my part because I'm not a very patient person. Um, And that statement has spoken very true. It is so much trial and error. And, um, you know, I I don't know if you saw the video I posted uh, from Saturday. I went for a PR lift. And like that bar, just it just got away from me just enough on the outside. And so those are still some of the things that we have to wrestle with. Um, you know, grabbing the bar dead center, getting it placed you know, right by my head. And um, there, there's a lot of margins for error for sure.
0: So did you always grow up competitive? Were you always playing sports when you were younger?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was definitely a tomboy. And it, riding bicycles, skateboards, playing basketball, whatever it was, I was, you know, in the middle of it. That's just kind of how I, to this day, I'm in the middle of everything. Um, But I grew up playing softball. I played fast pitch softball all the way through high school, uh, played on a competitive traveling team. So I really, I really thrive on that atmosphere.
0: So what I was asking, were you into CrossFit first before you found weightlifting?
1: Yes, uh, I found CrossFit just over two years ago, and um, I, I fell in love with just the sport in itself, uh, the competitive nature, because you know, I'm pretty much the worst, um, and not necessarily competing against other people, although I do like that, uh, but it's really, a, it's a game about me, um, and that really introduced me to weightlifting, uh, the strength, whenever um, our box would have a strength cycle, I was like, this is my jam. And uh, it really just it blossomed from there. I just wanted to be better.
0: Yeah, that's, that's good. Especially, like, you know, getting into CrossFit. I feel like so many people that I talk to who are in weightlifting are just, like, they did CrossFit. They're competitive people. And then, you know, there there's one coach who's like, you know, you can just do that. <laughs> and then it's, like, game over. Exactly. But you're still doing CrossFit now, right? You're still yeah. doing both
1: um i'm kind of doing dual training right now um my my training kind of peaks and valleys depending on what's coming up uh right now ao3 is the primary uh goal i'm still training uh, crossfit for the wheel wad games which is next summer um that's something i qualified for too
0: so what's the wheel wad games
1: yeah wheel wad is an awesome organization uh they have stepped in to provide adaptive athletes, a platform to compete CrossFit and also programming, and all that good stuff. Uh, CrossFit HQ doesn't uh, recognize adaptive athletes as far as like the games go. Uh, so years ago, uh, these, these rad guys at uh, Wheelwide took the open workouts and were like, okay, so if I'm in a wheelchair, like how am I gonna do this workout? Cool, okay, so then they did that. And they started doing it for single arm athletes, and now there's uh, visually impaired athletes. I mean, it's super awesome. So, the Wheel Games is our CrossFit Games.
0: So, where is that?
1: It looks like it's going to be in Raleigh next year. Um, it was scheduled to be in uh, in conjunction with the Granite Games this past year. Excuse me, but uh, it got canceled for obvious reasons.
0: Yeah. I know. Everything's been, it's been great. Have you like, have you had any trouble motive, like motivating yourself to train during this time when it's like, there's not really anything, you know, on the calendar?
1: Not really. Um, I might get in trouble for this at some point, but coming out of the Arnold's that was like the next week that the world just fell apart. Right. Um, I was on such a high, from just this amazing experience. My coach was on a high. My teammate had also meddled. She had meddled, like it was just glorious. And I didn't want to stop training. And so we just kind of made a (laughs) pact. Hey, I'll stay in my bubble. If you stay in your bubble, then we can still train in the garage. So that honestly was a saving grace through that kind of strict quarantine period. Um, my husband would probably have kicked me out if I hadn't gone to work out because I get a little kind of uh, riled up, but so it was actually pretty easy for me to stay very focused and I still do CrossFit with that coach too. You know, it was, it was awesome.
0: So you just been training all summer, basically getting ready for, for AO3 and then next year for the wheel lot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm that's full throttle.
0: That's really cool. <laughs> Yeah. I think some people have been in the middle. It's been like a mixture. Some people fell off completely and others are like, Oh, I have some extra time. Let's keep training.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have stuff like I have a bar and plates and all that good stuff here, um, at home, but I have to look out in the backyard and who wants to live by himself? I don't want to live by myself. So, uh, it was, it was super awesome that coach was willing to do that.
0: Did you have any accidents or any anything crazy happen in the backyard?
1: No, we had a few close calls. Um, I have a blue healer who likes to be in the the thick of things too. I and I'd have to put her up. You know, I mean, she would just come out there if I was jump roping. Here she comes. Or doing burpees, she's in my face. So that's really kind of the extent of uh, close calls.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I I had um. I, um, I like, we had, we were in the garage at my dad's house and I was doing a clean the one day and I got spit out and I was like so close to going through the wall. It was like the scariest thing. I was like, after that, I was like, we're done for the day. That's it. Like, I can't, I can't keep, tr- <laughs> I don't want to go for another lift.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's challenging because I, I get kind of, when things are in my peripheral, it really messes with me like so when there's things overhead or you know to the side or people walking through I get really kind of jumpy. and messy. just
0: yeah I think that's normal but I feel like people who come from CrossFit are like you can walk right in front of them when they're lifting and it's like no big deal and then the hardcore weightlifters are like what are you doing you can't walk in front of me
1: yeah it's funny that happens every week at where i weight lifted because it is a crossfit gym and uh, i tell you somebody's gonna catch a barbell to the face Uh, just because they're not thinking they're not looking they're just i'm like dude like i'm in a, my hand is on the bar don't do that yeah
0: so we were talking about you know you were the first adaptive athlete to compete in usaw is like who inspires you is there anyone that you look up to or you just kind of you just wanted to do this?
1: Oh, man. Uh, as far as like just training and weightlifting, um, I follow a lot of just really awesome athletes. Um, I mean, who doesn't want to be a Tia Toomey? Like, she's just amazing. Uh, in my head, I am her. Uh, I just wake up every morning and reality sets in. You know, it's really for me, it's just chasing my best performance. That's what really I want every workout to be better than the last one. Doesn't always work out that way for me. But uh but that's really just kind of what what fires me up. What I look forward to training. Like I I'm actually one of those people that love to train, I love the process. Um so so that's really kind of what fuels my fire. It's not necessarily a single person, uh, but it's just I wanna be a badass weightlifter and that's what I want to do.
0: Is there, you think, anybody who instilled, instilled that in you? Like, were your parents super motivating? Is there anything, like, you can pinpoint during your upbringing that's, like, that got you that motivation?
1: So, my parents were super, they're, like, my number one cheerleaders. Um, my dad never missed a softball practice or a basketball. Like, he was always there. Um, the joke in my family was I was the son he never had. <laughs> but I have a brother, like, you know, it's just kind of, um, but yeah, no, growing up it was, you know, me and dad like always playing baseball. Like he built a baseball diamond in our backyard because that's what I love to play. Um, so they were definitely always rooting for me, always, you know, just go out there. You know, they were never the, sometimes you see parents, you know, screaming at their kids and, you know, tell them they suck and they're in the dugout or whatever. That was never my experience. Like they were just super much, like, you know, what can we do to support you? And they were there for it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I think that definitely shapes you and, and anyone who's played sports growing up, that's um, there's just so many good lessons in that, oh,
1: like, for pl- sure.
0: like playing and you don't even realize it at the time, but it's always, there's, things you're learning I've, I was a baseball player and like I feel like the biggest thing for me was just learning about failure and like you're mm-hmm. failing all the time and my parents were the same way where they never told me like oh you had a you had a bad game like they were always yeah. supportive my mom would tell me like oh great game honey and I'm like I'm 0 for five like what right. are you talking
1: about <laughs> yeah it was it was the same for me um and I, I think growing up I really thrived on that team atmosphere. Like i love being on playing team sports. And to this day, one of my best friends, we played softball together when we were in high school. Uh, I see her all the time. Uh, so, so that for me was very, very fulfilling.
0: What, what advice could you give any adaptive athletes? Like now we talked about USAW is kind of getting more inclusive and I can imagine more companies are going to follow suit. So what about these younger girls or younger guys who, you know, think that they can't do something? What advice would you give them?
1: Absolutely. So that's really the past year has been my, my mission <laughs> is for anyone with physical differences. They like, don't sit on the sidelines like if you want to do something, let's figure it out. You know? Um, and that's a, where a lot of my videos that I post it's not in vain. Um, I want younger, you know, and even parents uh, of kids with physical differences to be like, wow, you know, my, my kid doesn't have to just not play sports. You know, look at this woman. Like she's, she's weightlifting. She's doing CrossFit. Um, and I would love for other adaptive athletes to come on the USAW train. Um, there's a lady in Atlanta. She and I have become like Instagram friends. Uh, she's been doing some virtual competitions too. She's a hell of an athlete. So I, I think it's, it, there's momentum there. But um, my main goal for others with physical differences is like can't isn't an option, right? You can like, and let's figure that
0: out. Yeah, that's perfect. Anybody I'm sure you like, I can't, it's, it's just hard for me to relate because I didn't grow up like that. There was never any, you know, challenge and every kid has challenges. Like you might be different in in some sense. You might play more video games than others, but yeah, I think it's just, it's super motivating because when I'm looking at your videos I'm like, there's no way, there's no excuse that I can make to not train. If I can't get to the gym, like I can go for a run, I can do something all the time. So you're doing, I mean,
1: you're- calling you, like, Angel, get off your ass. Go for
0: <laughs> yeah, I need that. Yeah. Maybe uh, you can record an alarm clock for me.
1: You got it. I'll do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I just have one more question. So I, I finished the podcast up with this. What advice would you give to somebody to write down? I like to, put like post-it notes around. So like, what's a one liner that you can give to somebody right now, actionable today to be better than they were yesterday.
1: Mm. I saw this a couple of days ago uh, and I wrote it down in my office. It's don't run from challenge. You know, uh, I love challenges. Challenges infuriate me. They really <laughs> can send me it overboard, but I I love them. I thrive on that. Um, and I I think that's really what has made me the athlete I am today is to embrace those challenges, like stare them in the face and just learn, figure it out. Um, you know, it's, and it's a process, but don't ever run from it.
0: That's great advice. Do you have any, anything besides the wheel wad? Uh, you mentioned AO3 you're going to compete at, so you'll be posting, posting updates on your Instagram.
1: Absolutely. I will. Uh, We'll probably do AO1 again next year in March. That's something that, yeah, I definitely want to do again. It was such a great experience. Maybe this time we'll have spectators and uh, I won't have to worry about my nerves as much as I'll be a seasoned veteran or (laughs) whatever.
0: Yeah. As soon as you get that first snatch out on the platform, you're like, all right, all right, now we can have fun. Now we can, you know, go for it.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for everything you're doing online. I don't, sometimes you might not think that it inspires people and that it motivates people, but it truly does. I think everyone can, can look at your page and really, really take something away from you. So thank you for everything that you're doing. Oh,
1: thanks so much, man. That really means a lot.
0: And that's a wrap for this week's episode. Thank you again so much to Jenny for coming on the show. Make sure to head over to her Instagram. That will be linked up in the show notes. She posts a, a lot of inspiring CrossFit and weightlifting, different types of training on there. So make sure to go follow her. And if you did like the episode, take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram story, tag Jenny and also tag me at better than yesterday pod. That would be super helpful. And if you liked the episode, leave a five-star rating on iTunes and give a quick review If you could do all three of those things this week, that would be absolutely amazing. I would be so grateful for that. I look forward to next week's episode. We got another weightlifter coming on, so I will talk to you guys next week.